Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful. May the peace and blessings of Allah be with all of you. I hope that everybody is extremely well. It's been a while, ladies and gentlemen. Forgive me. The podcast hasn't been uh, updated for quite some time. So I pray that everybody is doing very well. I hope that life is good with you. Blessed Ramadan. We're currently speaking in the in the holy month of Ramadan. So may Allah Almighty bless you all. I hope that you're all in the best of faith, in the best of spirits, in the best of physical health, inshallah ta'ala. Despite the challenging circumstances, the circumstances that continue to challenge us worldwide. My intention uh, over the next few weeks or so during the month of Ramadan and beyond is to produce a series of five podcasts, five recordings, uh, which are called The Way Back. Okay, The Way Back to Allah, we might say, but in this case, they're titled The Way Back. And what I want to do is explore uh, the idea of renewal or reorientation, maybe even get deep and say redemption, meaning... How can we change our ways? How can we return to the Lord of all the worlds? How can we um, amend the, many of the, the negative habits or some of the destructive behaviors that we continue to persist in day in, day out? Is there an opportunity for us to attain this redemption? And this is a very common theme in Islamic spirituality, the idea of tawbah, the idea of returning to the creator, which means that we need to transform the way that we perceive the universe. That is the ultimate objective of the Islamic tradition. That is why we, we follow our religion so that we can, as the Holy Prophet, may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, used to supplicate, see truth as truth and act accordingly. It is by means of our our inaccurate perception that we are incapable of seeing the reality of the moment, incapable of doing what is appropriate because we can't see clearly. Remember that Allah Almighty mentions in the Holy Quran, it is not their eyes that are blind, but their hearts. It's the internal vision, which means that the way we understand and interpret the experiences that we undergo in our lives is inaccurate. Therefore, as a result of that, of course, our actions are going to be inaccurate. They're going to miss the mark. And that's one of the meanings or one of the etymological meanings of the word sin which means to fire the arrow but to miss the mark not to hit the target not to do that which is appropriate not to have what's called in arabic adab which means to put things in their correct place usually and often translated as etiquette or good manners but really it means to put something in the correct position so when we sin when we miss the mark it's because we don't truly understand the nature of existence and this means that we can't be too hard upon ourselves it doesn't help us really to get on our own backs all the time and to be complaining and to be angry at our at our nature because we are by definition heedless we are as human beings forgetful we've been created forgetful we've been created foolish okay we've been created dysfunctional and therefore the first step upon this journey back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala back to our primordial greatness the beauty that is inside every single one of us the first step upon the journey to the discovery of what we truly are and our true potential our true capacity is an acknowledgement of our own dysfunction is a recognition that you know we're not all that we're not as great as we think we are in an age in which self-aggrandizement is the is the the staple diet of our social media interactions, even our education systems. The believer is the one who takes a step back, who engages in very deep introspection and looks at the quite profound spectrum of human behaviors, which means that we don't understand quite how incredible we could be 
We don't really know the potential that we have. We're, we're blind to that, but simultaneously we're also blind to the darkness inside of ourselves, the foolishness that dwells within us, which is there and which manifests itself. And when it does manifest itself, we make excuses and say, well, you know what, that was his fault or, you know, it's because of the circumstances or X, Y, Z. We're very rarely prepared to take us ourselves to account for our own darkness. My teacher, Sheikh Ibrahim Skatoma, uh, in South Africa says that the human being is like a keyboard okay you know a keyboard is very long but what we do is we play this kind of you know a few keys in the middle and we don't realize quite how uh light we could get quite how much beauty we could bring into the world quite how far up the keyboard we could go we don't realize our own potential we don't see the gold that is inside of us but at the same time we also don't see how deep and dark it can get if we go the other way down the keyboard inside of all of us is the capacity for tremendous beauty tremendous excellence you know ihsan in the islamic tradition or in arabic language this contribution of pure light to the universe you are capable of that wherever you are in the world whatever your circumstances are at this moment in time you're capable of that that was what you were created for the almighty created your life so that you could discover that gold that dwells inside of you but at the same time we can't be too judgmental first and foremost when we look at somebody else around us and we say well i would never do such a stupid thing really is that true okay don't try yourself don't test him and don't test yourself because the keyboard extends a long way down right there is great darkness inside of you just as there is great good and that introspection that recognition that we are capable of foolishness that we are dysfunctional we don't buy into our own pr we don't believe the reputation or the persona that we have tried to we've worked hard at trying to present ourselves to the universe to look a particular way instead we recognize that inside of us there is the potential for great good and there is also the potential for tremendous evil which means in our tradition a man is neither good nor bad until the end of time a man or a woman can only be judged by the almighty subhanahu wa ta'ala who knows everything he is omniscient he knows the the black ant on the black rock in the middle of the blackest and darkest night he knows everything he knows the conditions in which you were raised he knows the thoughts and the challenges that you face he knows everything i do not know everything you don't know everything you don't know everything about the people that you look at and the people around you therefore nobody can be held to account ultimately until the day of account by Al-Adl, the just Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you will have come across the narration of the Holy Prophet, may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, which speaks about a man who has been conducting evil after evil and until at the very end of his life, the goodness inside of him overcomes that evil and he is recorded as one of the people of paradise. That which is written for him overcomes him and therefore he enters into paradise and simultaneously those who have been doing um, good deeds throughout their entire lives and then at the end of time, that which is written for them them overcomes them the darkness inside overcomes them and they end up um, in the less than desirable destination and this is the reality no man or no man no woman that you see in the world can be considered good or can be considered evil rather we can say that person has the goodness in that person has overcome their darkness at this moment in time or we can say that the darkness inside that person has overcome their goodness Okay, so that makes us, if we want to be people of repentance, we want to be people of reorientation, we want to be people who renew our souls and renew our spirit, then we must be less judgmental. 
We must be curious. We must be compassionate. When we see somebody who is engaging in things that we don't really respect, that doesn't mean that we say it's fine. We don't think it's okay because it's not in the interests of the other person for them to continue missing the mark because the human being was not created to miss the mark. But when we see someone in a, in a difficult situation, when we see someone doing something stupid, then we have to have mercy. We have to be compassionate and we have to have in our heart, we have to access that gold that I was speaking about earlier, which means that our responsibility on the earth is as a custodian. We are here to, in, to lift up others, to elevate other people, to give them access to their own gold, to the primordial beauty that dwells inside of them. That's our responsibility. So if we wish to return to Allah, if we have done some stupid things, if we have been foolish, we've lived, lived in less than, less than an optimal manner, then the first thing that we have to do is we have to recognize our own dysfunction. We have to accept our own dysfunction. We have to recognize that human beings are by definition forgetful, by definition foolish, and then be compassionate with the people around us, treat other people in the manner that we wish to be treated. And if we wish to be receive the mercy of Allah Almighty, then we must be merciful with the people around us dust tread softly upon the earth do not look at people with judgmental eyes but rather be curious learn the lessons of the moment be compassionate and understand that this journey begins with introspection it begins with humility and it begins with a gradual reorientation back to the creator we'll go into it more next time inshallah إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي نومي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة أما يصفون والسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله